what is going on it's your boy james king aka dougie back again in the basement with another a session with dougie podcast um it's been a minute but we're pretty much gonna get right to this one i have a guest here who has a shit ton of information a lot we could learn uh, a lot that we all can learn from from this guy and we go back um it's been a hot minute since I'm, I've been able to see him, and it's definitely great that I'm gonna um, be able to have him here today on the podcast. My boy Alberto. What's going on, bro? It's been a hot one, my brother. Yeah, happy New Year's. Happy New Year. We're gonna get this New Year um, off on a good start, and we hit each other, I think, like back in December. Yeah, huh? yeah, bro. I mean, uh, it was, uh, it was. I felt like it was the right time to get on the podcast, and it, like, who better than you know my boy from middle school, high school days than to just hop on and just share some uh, some knowledge that, you know, that can help the people out. Yeah, bro. And we were just talking about, like, how far we've come and, like, when the last time we seen each other, bro, we started all the way um, in band, you know, Mr. Proud's class in middle school. And just to personally to see your growth has been great, bro. And it's, it's like I said, you're one of the not outside of the box um, people that I have on this podcast, but you're probably the first person. And no disrespect to everybody else. Obviously, we can learn a lot from you motherfuckers, but specifically Alberto, um, I feel like we all have a lot to learn from just as far as, like, the stuff we were already talking about as far as, like, branding, you know, being able to, you know, make your own money and then turn in the stuff that we, you know, do back into, you know, reinvested in ourselves. So, first off, bro, you we talked about branding and how important it is to have a brand away from... <clears throat> you know, what I'm actually doing or, like, making a brand out of what I'm doing. Um, you have Dreamers Believe in Dreamers. Um, you've been doing this for a minute. Um, you used to, like we say, used to be back into music, and you've always had this brand. You've always had Dreamers Believe in Dreamers for as long as I can remember. Um, we've been out of high school, like, five years or so now, and I, it's, I could go back and remember you having this brand. So, um, for first off... Um, I was reading into it and your motto of, you know, fun, freedom, and fulfillment. And just want to know, basically, like, what is that to you? And as far as, like, building a brand, like, how did that inspire you to, uh, you know, get Dreamers Believe in Dreamers started? Cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, Dreamers Believe in Dreamers was back, started back in, um, I want to say around 20... Uh, 2014. Yeah. It was back when I was doing music, and um, one thing that I, I I've always done it. I always study people when it came to uh, like I've always watched a lot of YouTube videos of people interviews, cause I didn't like I said I needed somebody's. Uh, I was always looking for mentors, right? So you know me being in a music game back then, I was always watching like Mac Miller, uh, J Cole. Yes. Um, people who just inspired me to just keep going with the music, and I always love to hear the stories from how they started. So, you know, how they kept going and growing. And um, Dreamers Believe in Dreamers, I, I always knew that the brand was super important because it was something that can just detach myself from it being all about me and now the brand being about us. So that's what I always wanted to bring that, uh, that feeling to the table when it came to uh, um, creating a brand. Now, um, the whole fun, freedom, and fulfillment, honestly, that was more because of... Uh, I've done a lot, of, a lot of traveling, and I like to travel a lot. I went to Dubai for my 21st birthday, so that was dope. Absolutely. But um, when I was doing music, it ended up pushing me in a, in a direction that I didn't know I was going to go in. But uh, thankfully, it just it brought me to where I am today. You know, sometimes that's what life is going to do to you. It's going to push you in a direction that 
you probably don't see the the you know what's gonna what's gonna come out of it, but it's it's something's gonna come out of it. And um, when I thought about Jimmy believing dreamers, I think about you know um, what it really means to to believe in somebody. You know what I mean? A lot of people when it came to music, a lot of people didn't uh, I guess believe in me. You know, I was a the rapper back mm -hmm. then, but it was. Uh, I just wanted to show people that it didn't matter where you came from, your background, you know, what do you have on you? It's just about you having, you believing in something, and if somebody believes in you, I mean, the only people, like, my motto really is, the, the only people that believe in me are those who dream just as big as me. Some people call me crazy for for my ideas, but I think that, that they're possible, and I think that's normal then. I think it's not normal to think that it's, uh, what, not possible? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think like no, that. absolutely. You know what I mean, I just think opposite. So uh, that's where that dreamers believe in dreamers came from. Bro. Yeah, and yo, it's mad important that people like us show each other support because, you know, outside of doing the normal things, a lot of people may so. I mean, quite frankly, a lot of people get looked down upon. Um, there's definitely a lot of hate um, when people are investing in themselves sometimes, but when you can have a community, and this is kind of what I want to do here and what we were talking about on the session with Dougie is when you have a community of people that feel like they can attach themselves to something like I believe in you, you believe in me, you know, we all dreaming. And even though it may not seem so impossible, the idea is like trying. I think one of the most important things and one thing I always try to remember, I mean, the great Nipsey Hussle said this is like the only thing that made him different from like other people is just he didn't quit. You know what I mean? Uh, I know me personally, like it's it's hard every day uh, to put your effort into something that you may not see the returns from just yet. But to get the idea that you can keep pushing forward and just keep pushing things out. And all you need is just one person. You need one person to see you. You need one person to invest in you. Um, and if you... And, you know, now that I'm talking, I'm talking my way into the idea of dreamers believe in dreamers. If you already have a set of people believing in you, no matter what you're doing, because, like, you have an umbrella of shit. Like, it's not just, you know, not just music. It's not just this. Like, it's whatever you want to put yourself into. Like, we all got your back on that. And sometimes people just need to know. I know, especially for me and doing a podcast, like, just knowing that, you know, people are listening. Like, people are reaching out. Like, yo... Like, I didn't know you could, you know, talk like that. I didn't know you could, you know, formulate your thoughts so well and all doing it by, you know, sometimes smoking weed while you're, while, you're, while you're talking and stuff like that. You know, it feels good. Like, it just doesn't make me feel like I'm doing, you know, shit for no reason. Like a job. Exactly. Like a job. Exactly. And one reason, you know, that you're here today is uh, we were talking earlier about how, uh, you know, jobs are just... You know, it's tough. Like, it's tough to want to have to work 40 hours a week and then, you know, come back and then reinvest with a little time you have to yourself um, back into what you do. And one thing that, you know, goes along with your motto of the not or part of your motto of the, you know, fun, freedom and fulfillment is like my fulfillment is never I, I think it took me two years to get a degree you know, be out in the workforce and realize that my fulfillment is never going to come from like waking up every day and having to spend time, you know, at work in order to make money to live. You know what I mean? Especially doing something you don't necessarily want to do. And one reason I have you here is you figured out, you know, or you're getting to figuring out ways to where you're not, you're not necessarily going to work to live. You're, you're investing your time into yourself and figuring out how to make what, 
what's important to you, right. you know, work for you. So one reason I definitely have you here today is, you know, share some insight on like how people like me and how people like you can, you know, reinvest into themselves and get out of this societal way, this highway that leads you into nothing but like debt because it almost feels like a setup. Like it is a setup. It don't feel like a setup. People make it seem like it's not a setup, but and it's, it's like and it's okay like I was so invested in it that I kind of didn't see it and maybe if I would have saw it earlier, like I would have um noticed it a bit more, but like here here's how society wants us to work. You know, we go on. We did high school already. You know, you get out of high school, you're 17, like 18. I know when I was 17 and 18, I didn't think anywhere near um, the way like I think or the way like you think now. Um, they get you to, you know, go to school, invest in all these loans. And then by the time you're finished, you're supposed to have a job, which more than likely nowadays is really, you know, that's not really happening right right away unless you you know, truly, truly, maybe go out your way, like try to get a master's, you know, but even so you're digging a hole like deeper and deeper as far as like financially. Education is great. But I think one thing that I've started to open my eyes to is it's a setup. Like now I have all this debt and now I have to try to figure out a way to work from behind in order to catch up. And I feel like one thing you're really good at is for one, First off, you didn't really do that. So actually, let's just touch on that first. Like, right. what was your ideas towards like schooling, and when did you realize that they that may not be the not right route for you? But also realizing that it's possible to do something outside of that. Because I feel like if I would have felt that earlier, maybe I wouldn't have invested as much time into agree and as much faith into it, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know realizing there's other ways ways to do things and there's other ways to learn. So like, basically, what I'm trying to ask is like. You at what point did you realize that that wasn't going to be for you, and when did you start realizing that there's other ways to you know get to it? That's a good one. Um, it started back. I would say it started back when uh when I was finishing when I was finishing high school. Um, for people who don't know, um, I was in a we went to middle school together, Neptune Middle School. Yep. We went to Neptune High School, but I didn't finish in Neptune High School. Um, I ended up. They ended up pushing me out or kicking me out, whatever, due to whatever reasons. Um, and I ended up going to Asbury Park High School. So uh, going there, it was uh, it was like, it was just not it. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. not it. You know what I mean? So my idea was just, I was either going to drop out because I really want, at the time I was still doing music. I was going to drop out and I, I was going to go just, just eat, breathe and live music until I, until I make it. I didn't care where I was going to end up, but I'm, I sat down, I still remember till this day, I sat down with uh, one of my engineers, he used to engineer my, my music, and um, I, I asked him, I'm like, you know, what if, what if I what if I really eat, breathe, and, and live this music shit, like, until I get it off the ground? And um, he told me straight up, you know, he's an older head, so he told me straight up, he's like, look, man, that's the, that's the dumbest shit you can ever do, like, at least get out of high school, at least get out of high school, because whatever happens if you end up falling wherever you end up at least you have a college i mean at least you have a high school degree to to get whatever you can and make money out of that uh to get a regular job because that's what they at least look at right but he told me he's like you know finish high school go to college go network with some you know with some people and go find out who can put you on or who you can connect with to uh to get you to where you need to, to to go and um Right before I, I made that decision to, to just drop out, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to drop out, 
I'm gonna I'm just finish early. Yeah. And I never thought school was hard. I never thought that it was. I never thought that it was difficult, and I wasn't stupid either. So I ended up graduating early from Asbury Park High School, and um, I'm like, all right. I, I took his advice because it's somebody that you know he he was just he was like a mentor at the time. And then um, I ended up going to college, um, and I was just like, it's it's still not it. It still doesn't. The fulfillment part is is super important to me because I wanted to at least just be happy doing what I wanted to do, right? I think happiness at the end of the day, or at, at, at the end, you, you look, I'm going to go a little bit off topic, but you look at the people that are, you know, finishing their life, 80, 90, and the only thing that they'll, they'll tell you is that they, they wish that they did the, they took the risk to do what they really wanted to do. And I never wanted to live with any regrets, right? So um, going back to the, going back to the, uh, going to college, I'm, uh, I'm about to graduate, this is, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to graduate uh, high school, and I'm sitting here having this conversation still. Like, you know, am I is this music shit really for me? I go to college. I'm like, no, this is not. This college wasn't ever for me. I did. I tried to get an elective, but financial aid and ended up uh, messing me up. So I was not. I wasn't paying college out of, out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I stopped getting the help, I'm like, I'm not. I'm not gonna keep paying for this. I, don't, I know I don't even want to be here. So I'm like, all right, forget it. But I always was self-aware of trends, and I was self-aware of how the, the world was shifting with social media. Not that, at the time, nobody was really blowing up off of, the, off of uh, you know, social media, whatever, MySpace, Facebook, like, yeah. nobody was really doing. But I was, yep. still, I was still creating something out of it, not knowing that I'm creating something out of it, putting myself out there. And the main thing when it comes to building a brand or building your personal brand, you want to be like, you're a billboard, bro. You're, you're somebody that... You got to keep yourself in front of where the attention is at, and the attention was at social media. So, um, I ended up dropping out out of high school, and um, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna do what I got to do to get in front of as many people. And that's when I started doing shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was getting out of my comfort zone, and I think that's super important that people have to understand that your comfort zone is not where you're, not where you want to be. You know, it's not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to get you that fulfillment that you really want out of life. Because I have a lot of deep moments when you do smoke or when you're just talking to real people that, that are, are super aware of what's going on. Um, you got one life. Yep. Think about that. You got one life. You get one shot at this. You get it, one shot. That can end any time. That can end any time. People talk about it. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and get it done next year. You got one life at this. You mm-hmm. got one shot. And I was like... If I died, if I died three years from now, I'll at least say that I did what I really wanted to do, and I'll die with no regrets. You know yeah. what I mean? So I didn't. I regret it. Like regretting on living with regrets is not something that I, I want to live with. I can't live like that. I can't live yeah. knowing that I didn't take a chance. It, it's a fact. It, it fucks me up every night. That is like, I'm super aware of like I, I gotta get shit done. I gotta get things off the ground. I gotta I gotta do what I gotta do to. I still have goals that I still gotta accomplish. You know, no matter how much success I think I. I've achieved it's is still bigger than what I really want to do so um I mean that's pretty much just a little a little rundown of how things went and when music came when I when I was starting to do music and took it a little more serious um 2015 was my most successful year I did about 20 24 25 shows in one year that was probably like two shows every every week and that wasn't really local right you like you was going out I, I think I remember pretty much like you were yeah. traveling a little bit yeah it wasn't it wasn't local you know Asbury Park Neptune is small so I, there's not really stuff around yep. here you gotta um, get out but it was I did stuff in New York I, I did stuff in um 
I did shows in uh, in Toronto, Canada. Crazy, I, I remember that. To, yep. To uh, South by Southwest, that was the first time I ever did that. Did a couple festivals out there. Um, I, I spread it myself as much as possible, you know. So in doing that, I learned just to network because I didn't do it through college. But I'm like, me going out wherever I need to go out, I just need that one person, bro. Think about it like this. You're one podcast away from somebody changing your life. Facts. Yep. You're one. You're one song if you're an artist from you know changing your life. You're one. I'm in the ATM business now. You're one ATM business, ATM machine from changing your life. You're just one one away, and just gotta keep. You gotta keep going until you find that one, and it's not gonna be maybe not today, but when you find it, you'll look back and you'll be you'll be like, no matter how much bullshit you went through, you'll be you'll be happy. Yeah, cause you did it on your own. Yo, I can't tell you the feeling I got, even it was just, uh, even just getting this started, taking the smallest steps, like just, you know, starting, I remember the first thing I did, um, I was super nervous about it, super, super nervous. And one of the first things I did, I was like, you know what, let me do something, no matter how big it is, let me just do something to get into that right direction, right? Let me do something to get this like off the ground. And I remember the first thing I did was I made a just uh, I used Wix to build my website. So I the first thing I did was made like a little Wix like profile. Um, after that, like I did an email and then like I just started working my way up and just building my way on. I got like stickers and shit now. Like just you know getting it started. Like one thing you told me we were talking before this and about how uh, we based this. Um, one of the things this podcast is based off is like cannabis and trying how to get and how to get you know accepted with that even so it might be looked a little looked down upon a little bit right trying to get accepted into that and you told me it was like bro just believe in that shit there's always going to be a crowd and you, one thing i just already just talking you said there's always someone watching it's important it's super fucking important that you don't quit at whatever you do um you always keep going and it's good that you say that so like you said you stopped music right, right. you um, after all this success, bro, you're doing shows in Toronto, like New York, bro. I, I've seen all this. Like, we're close enough to where, like, I don't necessarily, or you're just one of those friends that I don't necessarily have to like keep up on. And every time I see you, bro, it's always love. So like, I've always watched like how you like your shows, just like everything you did really to get to this point. I mean, you're big into social media. Like, I couldn't help but like see it, even though I'm watching. But like, you can't help but see like the stuff that you're doing. So like, at what point? Um, did you want to take the shift into doing something else as opposed to like music and like why if you've already had like so much success in doing it? Um, I, I guess that that comes down to uh, your purpose. Um, doing music, it, uh, it made me it brought the it brought me to, to dig into myself and be like, where do you, you got to always ask yourself <clears throat> from time to time? Um, no matter what success you have created for yourself or, or wherever you are, whether it's the beginning of something new, you always want to ask yourself, <clears throat> you know, what's my purpose behind it? What, what do I really want to, what do I really want to accomplish? What's the next step? How big do I want to take this? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and when it came to, when it came to music, I told myself, uh, if there's something, if there's something bigger out there where I can make a bigger impact, um, <clears throat> I'm a I'm a go for it. If there's a I always I always kept an open mind to, to opportunities. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a very open minded person, and um, I think what brought me to where I'm at where I'm at today is because of an open mind. Um, and 
like I said, once you start something, it's going to lead you towards something that you probably don't even, you never thought you was going to end up doing, right? And uh, when I got, when I re, um, I ended up, so this is what happened. I ended up at a backyard party that I wasn't even <laughs> supposed to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always, I, it's always that though. It's like somewhere where you're not supposed <clears> to be. <throat> but it's crazy how life works. It's crazy mm-hmm. how life works. And it's just, it's, it's, it's bound to happen. It's what's supposed to happen. Your, your steps are already created. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so I'm at a backyard party and a friend comes up to me. He's like, eh, Najee. Yeah, word. Okay. He comes up shout to me. Shout out to Najee. Like, eh, shout out to bro. Um, he reached out to me. I haven't seen him in years. It was a, you know, it was an old, it was like a reunion of like, I, I think I probably had seen you there. It was up the hill. Up the hill? Probably. Was, I probably was there, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I probably yeah, was there. Yeah, it was just a, it was just a good get together, man. It was a, a bunch of, a bunch of us who went to high school together. I'm like, you know, let me go out there. Let me pull up. And the only reason I pulled up, I'm like, let me see who's really watching me on social media. This was my whole, <laughs> this was my whole okay. plan, bro. I'm like, let me see who's really watching. Let me see what. Let me see mm-hmm. if there's any attention really going on here in my backyard, mm-hmm. right? So I pull up. You know, everybody's dabbing me up. I see you doing this, la di da. Um, <clears throat> and it felt good. You know, the energy was great. And he comes up to me. He's like, bro. He he was he still does uh, the custom clothes and stuff. Mm-hmm. He still has his own brand. Um, and he's like, you know, we gotta link up. I'm working on something big, and um, I, I link up with him like the following week. It was like a Thursday. I pull up to this. I thought he was gonna do something crazy, but you know, that's just me thinking the way that I think. And mm-hmm. and, and uh, we pull up. He he introduced me to some people, and I always knew that life is not about what you know. It's about who you know. Absolutely. Right? Like I said, that's what I learned from from music was networking, and from my mentor uh, back then, he's like, go network, go meet people, and. Um, yeah, so he bring me around some super successful people. I'm talking about people who are bringing in uh, one, about like five figures a month. It's a month. A month. You know what okay. I mean? And Definitely did, someone you want to learn from, for sure. You know, it's, me growing up, I didn't have no financial background. I got a mother that works, uh, you know, that works two jobs for the past 30 years of her life. She came from this country over 30 years ago mm-hmm. to just do that. So she, her... Her her financial education to me was like you want more money go get another job. Yep. But for me, that's crazy. <clears throat> let me let let me. I don't mean to interrupt you, but that is just absolutely insane. Like how, um, some places where we come from, that's really all you know. Like if you want to work, like if you or if you want more bread, you got to get out there and work. And like we're gonna touch on more stuff later, but I just thought that that was crazy. I didn't even want right. to interrupt you, but yeah, yeah, bro. I mean. <clears throat> you only know you're only gonna teach what you know. Yep. So that's all she was doing. Yep. She was just teaching me all she knew. And um, you know, when you look when I was in a when I was in a room of, uh, full of people that that was um <clears throat> making five figures a month, I said, um, there's something that they know that I, I don't know. And it was you know, there was in a there was in business, there was in direct sales, and there was in um there was doing a lot of stuff with traveling. Mm-hmm. I'm like I can still travel because that's what I wanted to do with music. I can still make money from this because it's it's looking like something that I can. I thought about my brand as well. I'm like, if I can do, if I can build a brand off of, off of this, which I mean, like traveling to Dubai and doing some cool stuff in Dubai, um, going to Greece for thirty four dollars was one of my memories that I had with the that we'll talk we'll talk on that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I thought about the brand. I'm like, it has to do with travel, so I can I can promote the brand. I can meet people outside of the states, the country. I'm like, that's cool. And I can put people on, cause that's what direct sales is all about. You yep. don't you don't 
you don't win you don't win in direct sales in, until you help somebody else win. You don't make a check until you help somebody else make a check. And I'm like, this is a bigger impact than music because with music you can only do so much. Where I can inspire you, cool, but can I really put you on on? You know what I mean? And, and yeah. the music industry is a little, it's a little. I don't want to say, but it's a little shady. And anybody yep. that knows the music in- industry, they know it's a little shady. Yep. So I, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't moving like that. That's not what my brand was behind. It's not what uh, correlated with what I believed in. With some people, you know, other people that there is a lot of good people there too that I did meet and I still keep in touch touch with till this day. But uh, yeah, like I said, I can I can put p- people on into learning and doing um, what this person is teaching me. I'm like I'm in. I'm like I'm in. So, uh, you know, that, that, that's why I ended up moving, going back to your question, why did you go from here to, to here to where now, um, after all that success, it was mainly because of the, the impact. You know, I, I, I learned this quote, I heard this quote a long time ago. It said, God, uh, God gives to us is the ability to make an impact. And our gift to God is the size of the impact that we make. Absolutely, bro. And I think that's really what we all want to do at the end of the day. I know me personally, um, I don't want to say that what I, I'm doing now is financially motivated. I mean, obviously, everything we do eventually is going to come down to like finances and like because we need the shit to live. But at the end of the day, and I want to touch on something else from what you just said, but at the end of the day, like we're trying to be remembered. You know what I mean? Like, one thing I always wanted to do is just be be remembered about something. I want to be somewhere where, like, you know how we look at a picture in a museum? Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to be a picture in a museum. Just, like, <clears throat> just being... type of exactly, status. Exactly. Like, not a, a status to where people can look at me and be like, yo, he did something. Like, you could learn something. You know what I mean? Like, and... It's it's definitely it's crazy um to try to get there, but we can help people like around us every day. Like, it, I don't necessarily have to be a picture in a museum. Like, someone could hit me up and say they listen to my podcast and say like, "Oh, bro, you got me through something." Like something, and that's a huge impact. Like, we've all listened to Cole and shit like that. Look, bro, J Cole got me through some of the lower times. You feel me? Just if if I could be something like that to someone, that would be absolutely great. And as far as, like, putting other people on to do things is great motivation, bro, because it's not a selfish act. Like, it's not a selfish It's act. not selfish. Like, you're not being selfish. And I feel like everything we do, put it like this, everything we do in life, like, there's karma for it. Like, you try to live a straight life. I know me personally, I try to live straight. You know, I don't try to put people down. And hopefully in the end, it'll come back, you know, not really to help me, but, you know, just make sure I'm straight. Like, I feel like the energy you put out is the energy that you receive. So when you're working from a mindset like that, it's like, yo, how can I put other people on? Like, that good karma, bro, all that shit, like, you're, you're by putting other people on, you're helping yourself in the same way. But, like, we can help everybody. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, this capitalistic society that we have, bro. Like, I really think about this shit sometimes. Like, yo, you really got to pay to live. Like, you got to pay to live. Like, there's shit that we need. Like, if you can't afford it, if you don't have the money for it, like, you can't live. Like, you'll die. You'll be homeless. And it's just fucking nuts. So, like, when you try to, like, sit back and, like, live life from a different a different way um, and try to help people else out, help other people out, I just feel like all the good karma comes back, bro. And just looking at the things that you, that you do, 
you know, that's one thing you're all about. One thing you just told me, like, while we were talking before is, and excuse me if I butcher this shit, is being a infopreneur. Infopreneur. Infopreneur is, like, where you learn to do things, and pretty much what you're doing is just teaching other people how to do it. Like, explain that better, because you know I'm obviously not as experienced with it as you are, especially from what you just told me, like, today. I, that's honestly the first time I ever heard the, heard the word. Infopreneur. Infopreneur, for real. Can you just explain that Just explain that a little bit further for people? Yeah, and, yeah. And how um, the idea of that, like, helps you in, like, what you do and what you try to do every day. Yeah, so... <clears throat> when you think about it, why people go to college, especially the people, it, it, it irks me when people are in college and they're studying business from somebody who doesn't ever even have a business up and running. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> you can learn a lot from somebody who's already, who's who did it, but who's still doing it, right? So an infopreneur is like, you're, you're the, you, you created the, the um, you learned what you needed to learn about the business or whatever industry you want to get in and you're going back out there and helping helping the people out that want to know or get inside your your industry and that's pretty much what what comes down what it comes down to a, a infopreneur you know just te- teaching what you know and it's just like them going to college but as as long as I mean as long as you're not charging what a college is charging but yeah you know, you, there's 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 money in that. There's money in that, and a lot of people. You see these courses on your ads. You see these courses on Facebook. You see these courses everywhere. Um, it's only a matter of who do you want to learn from, and when it comes to, when it comes to everybody's. I mean, there's there's like I said, like I told you, man. There's an opportunity everywhere. Everybody's looking. Not everybody, but most people are looking for an opportunity, and if they follow, if they've been following you for a while, from from now to where we're in the basement to wherever you get to go to and they see from where you started they're gonna they're gonna be like you know i remember i remember him from this now he's here he's he's doing it he's not just preaching something he's not doing um and if 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 they still if they have that connection with you or with your brand anything you put out i should just turned off but it's all right um anything you put out that they want to do or get into you know they'll go ahead and be like you know teach me because being having a mentor is is uh is important bro that they're they're there to guide you not to just tell you what to do but to tell you what not to do as well all right so before we really um get back into you you said something as far as like you know being an infopreneur and stuff like that one way and one thing that you do that's great for yourself bro and when you know learning what an infopreneur is is like like you said learning from who you want to learn from the fact that you do everything, you know, trying to put on other people, bro, it makes you look like much less of an asshole than like some of the other people that, you know, try to sell shit to people. Like for real, like there's yeah. a lot of people that get to this point and I was like, all right, like I'll show you how to get on, but you're going to pay all this money. I'm not going to really help you. One thing that you're really great at is really engaging with people and like, you know, truly helping people out. Like, yo, I'm not just going to give you this, but I'm going to help you, you know, get there as well. So, yeah. Um, you're not an asshole about your business. Like, you really, truly help people out. So, like, how important is it to be that open with people and be able to, you know, interact with people? And, like, does it do anything for you? Like, I know it's definitely inspiring, but, like, you know, what else does it really do? Like, why is it important to be open and upfront with the people that you're dealing with? I guess it comes down to <clears throat> um, just being being human, bro. Being able to, like, 
this is what it really comes down to. It's it's more of knowing where you came from. Mm. When I needed help, when I needed that information, when I needed that little bit that I was looking for in order to change my my direction, my way of thinking, whatever whatever that whatever can help me is is what I was always looking for. You know what I mean? And so when people reach out to me, um I I don't I don't I never liked fluff. I never liked to I never like people who bullshit it, you know? True. So it's like, don't bullshit me. I'm not going to bullshit you. And you can tell, like, when people are bullshitting, you can especially tell. in business. You can tell. And, and you get better at learning who's who's a bullshit and who's not from just communicating, bro. You you know, I've read a lot of books uh, on communication, on psychology and stuff like that. And I just don't, like I said, I don't, I was never that, I was never that type to like that type of, uh, to never look for those people who bullshitted me. So it's like, when people reach out to me, I'm, it's like, I'm, I'm going to give you what I know, um, and I mean, take it however you want to take it, but you know, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you what I, what I, I know what it feels like. That's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. what it feels like. I needed that information at one point, so yeah. It's crazy, bro. I look at it like this: like when we were in school, like you always knew those professors that are super dicks to students, bro. Like even looking at a professor, like yo, at one point you were a student, like why are you such like a fucking dickhead about the shit you're trying to teach? Yeah. Like yo, you used to be a student at one point, like you literally have a PhD. Why are you making this shit so difficult to the point where, you know, almost school feels like a job almost instead of learning? So that's great. Um, so you're in the ATM biz. You're in the ATM business. Um, you just put out a video yesterday on the uh, different things that uh, the reasons to do it pretty much. You know, why the ATM biz? Why the ATM biz? First off, um, for people who may not know. We want to, the I, the whole idea is to, you want to make money in your sleep. You want to have your money work for you as opposed to you working for money. And I feel that super hard right now, um, especially because, you know, the position I was set up in, going to school, getting loans, it almost feels like you're starting from behind. So in order, in order to catch back up, and this is the system that we were talking about before, in order to pay these loans, bro, we got to work these jobs that don't even really pay us enough, you know, work all these fucking hours, barely be able to pay these fucking stupid loans back. Like, so the whole idea is, and what I appreciate about you is, bro, is you found a way to pretty much get ahead. You know, I feel like the whole thing about residual income and, you know, passive income, which you'll explain the difference of in a second, because that's basically my question. But, like, I feel like that way of looking is like, yo, I'm already ahead of it. I feel like you're ahead of that shit. You feel me? And that's the the big difference between and why I feel like I could learn so much from you is like, bro, how the fuck do I get ahead of this shit? Right. So residual and like passive income, what's the difference between it and why is it really important, especially, you know, leading into the ATM business that you had? So it's not, it's not, it's one thing to feel like you're, you're behind, but me being, me being how I am, I I kind of feel like I'm fucking behind, bro. So it's Mm -hmm. like, this is why I prioritize the way that I prioritize my schedule and stuff is like, I still need, I feel like from what I want to get done, I'm, I'm fucking behind, bro. So it's like, I feel like we're, at the, we're still mm-hmm. at the same, at the same, you know? And like, that's, and that's why I like having, being around people like you is like, no matter how far you get, you know, you don't want to stop working. Like you want to still be hungry. Like yeah. you don't want to be complacent, but yeah, continue. So residual income and passive income, they're both the same thing. It's just two different, I guess two different words for it. They call it mailbox money, beach money, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, whatever. Um, but the residual income, basically put it like this, man. This is what most people are doing. They're out here, <clears throat> they're out here, imagine imagine living like, whatever, 10 miles 
from a river, right? Mm -hmm. This is what society is doing. They're walking down 10 miles and walking back home with two full buckets in their hand to, to provide fresh water for, for the people back home. Instead of understanding that there's a way where you can create a pipeline to where you don't have to keep walking at 10 miles, that pipeline comes brings the water back home without you doing the extra energy work, uh, putting the extra energy to go get the water. So what I try to tell people is like, learn how to create that pipeline money, that royalty income, whatever you want to put, however you want to put it is the same thing, but it's money in your sleep. It's money that's going to come in regardless. And, um, it's, it's what I've, what I've been able to create, um, from hitting that significant level. If you watch the video, um, indirect sales, the minute that I got a taste of it and I, it wasn't a lot, trust me, it was like, it was like fucking like $34 or some shit. But it was money in my sleep. Exactly. And I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, like people really making, so people are really doing this. Like now, now you can't really tell me shit because I didn't know other way to make money <laughs> but to go get, the go walk the 10 miles. Yeah. And I'm like, once I got a taste of it, I'm like, there's other ways out there. Music was one way. Music was one way. I didn't know, I understood royalties. I didn't know there was a word called passive or residuals. Mm -hmm. I knew royalty income because of the music. You put it out one time, people buy it, whatever, whatever. Yep. Um, uh, but I wasn't doing music no more. I'm like, I was in direct sales, and the minute, like I said, I got a taste of it. I, I'm like, I, there's, there's more ways, I, there's more ways to create this, <clears throat> whether it's through online, through direct sales. But I backed away from that, so I wasn't making that money anymore. Um, and then I, I ended up finding the uh, ATM business, and me diving into the ATM business. This is me not knowing anything. I'm telling you, like I said, I, I Google stuff. Uh, I network, I paid overly priced courses. I, I did everything I had to do to, to just do my due diligence. Like you always want to do in anything you want to get into. Maybe you you done looked up so many stuff about podcasts. Simple shit like what mic I want to use. What mic, what headphones, mm -hmm. what, you know, whatever, what program. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't start until you take that first step. Like when you really take that first, all right, I got everything I need. Now it's time to take action. And that's what I ended up doing. Um, last year I made the commitment. I'm like, I... I I need to I need to get this business off the ground. I need to create another passive income because if I don't, <clears throat> trust me, bro. I still I do have a job, but I don't. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Word. And what you was telling me earlier about you know it sucks sometimes that you have to be somewhere, um, you have to be somewhere that that you don't want to be. My advice to you or to anybody out there that's still in that situation is like, use that as fucking fuel, bro. Facts. Be happy and enjoy the journey and be just be positive about where you are because it's not always you know it's, it's something about knowing deep down inside like you know that's not going to be the your life for the rest for like that's not going to be it for the rest of your life yeah if you know that deep down inside it shouldn't be that hard it, yeah it is going to be hard waking up wherever you want and doing it all that stuff but it shouldn't be that hard knowing that there's somebody that's been here over 20 years and they're still they still got another 20 to go in them yep okay so you shift Word. your mind and like i'm not gonna be you i'm gonna I'm make sure that, i'm gonna make sure i'm not you mm -hmm. and it's like you go in there with that mindset is like now i'm ready to get back home and get to get to work get get the real work that i need to get done you got to prioritize your time because 40 hours a week you know you still got 100 and, i mean there's what 168 hours in a week yeah 40 hours 40 ain't so much 40 ain't that much that you're really saying enough it's just what are you doing in those 40 hours and i i Time is the most important thing. That's the most valuable thing out there. There's people that say that, you know, money doesn't buy happiness, but it buys time. It buys time, correct. It buys time. That's and what big. I've been able to do is buy that time back. It's fucking the huge. Is. So, I mean, just like I said, anybody out there, 
think of it like that because I I have a lot of video clips. I I put a, I put one up before, but of me actually I, I do floors. You know what I mean? I do the labor work. I do the construction, and it sucks. I've been able to learn how to create this, how to do a sales side of it, so I can make a commission out of it and not kill my back all the time. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I said, it's it's just enjoy the journey, be positive about it. Just knowing deep down inside that it's not it's not gonna be the rest of your life, especially because now you started. Now everything's up and running. It's just how can I capitalize off of everything, my resources, and take it to that next level. And that's you know? awesome. That's, that's a, yo. I do it. It's fucking fabulous. The shit you just said was amazing, bro. Time definitely, um, or money definitely doesn't buy you happiness, but it will buy you fucking time, bro. That is huge. Like, and that's always been something to me. Like, for example, I was upstairs with my parents one day, like uh, maybe like last week, and my job called me in for OT. They was like, can you come in for like OT tomorrow? And I'm just like, nah, I don't want to. Like, and, and my mom's like, she's like, like, you know, shit, like, not giving me shit, but kind of like, you know, fucking why not? You know what I mean? It's just like, yes, like, more money will be valuable. My check will be this much, you know, bigger than it usually is. But, like, I'm not fucking happy. For one, I'm not happy working. And I'm definitely not giving up the little bit of time that I do have to myself to give it back into people that, you know, don't appreciate me, you know, overwork you. And at the, you could drop dead right this second and won't give a shit about you. You'll be replaced. Like, it's, I just, I can't, like, my time is way more important um, than that sort of money. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say the time is more important than money, but that type of money, time like, is more important time money. is more important it than is, money. It is, bro. It is. And, like, you can't get that shit back. And it's just crazy that you say that, like, you know, m- money is not going to buy you happiness, but it's going to buy you time. Yeah. And what are we, what makes us happy? fucking time so at the end of the day we're all in this cycle and i guess it's all about figuring out how to like you know manipulate it and find those opportunities to really break it so before we finally finally get into the um your the atm business just a quick overview of like why people should definitely invest in that it's one thing i do notice as far as like you know realizing where i'm at and seeing other people and seeing other people in their success i'm not saying particularly to me but i can know that other people can get discouraged by seeing how fast like other people move like did, were there any like instances for you where you felt like you may not be moving as fast or like it may not be taken off how you want it like what, what's your advice for people that may be in that situation always bro i always feel like that i always feel like that um my advice i would say is like um don't compare i heard this quote don't compare somebody's chapter 30 to your chapter one or two mm-hmm like you, the minute you start comparing yourself, is you you didn't start off at the same time, you know you didn't. You, there's and and to to make things even even shift your mind a little bit more. There there's other people who started even worse than you, right? Yep, facts. And still made something out of it. So it's like, don't don't go don't go compare compare yourself to to, to somebody like who's have already had the success that you're already looking for. It's it's about taking advantage of the time you got now. Now, if you wasn't doing, like going back to your store, if you wasn't doing anything to the following day to get, you know, put in that overtime, go make some extra money. You got nothing on your schedule, just go make the, I, I still do it mm-hmm. here and there. I'm like, I, if I can make another 100 and whatever, 160, 180 bucks, whatever, I'm gonna go do it. Cause it's not, it's not that we're afraid of being 
of working hard. Trust me, I know I know that you're not afraid. You know, yeah. There's millennials out here that's working two or three jobs, so they can work hard. My only advice to, to people is work hard and get, get good at something worth getting good at. Facts, yep. That's it. If you're going to work hard, work hard towards something that, that's worth getting good at. And <clears throat> my, like I said, my advice is just be blessed, be thankful that you, you got a hoodie on your back when it's cold right now. You got somewhere with, you know, to sleep. The minute, the minute you start looking at more things that you can be thankful for is the minute that you'll be like, all right, I'm not, I'm not really in a bad situation. Yep. It's just I'm not where I want to be. Can I do something, something about it? Yes. Then go. What is it? Write it down. Write your, write your, I, I have daily and weekly goals. I have, uh, uh, I have, I have to move like that. I have to uh, write things down and just be like, I got to get this stuff done for the week. Even if it's something so simple, like whatever, go to the bank and fix my business bank account. Mm-hmm. But it's something that has to do with what you're trying to do here. So have those daily and weekly goals after you, after you really sat down with yourself and thought about where you really are in life and how much worse it can really be. You'll be you'll be fine, bro. You'll be fine. Yeah, no, that's definitely a different way to look at it, for real. Like this go, is go you go go look at the 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 shit that's going on on the other side. You know the the other side of the world. You know shit's shit's ten times worse. Bro. Yeah, bro. And we always hear those stories of people that have made it from like, bro, sleeping in their cars and like shit like that, bro. All those like sort of success stories. So to be able to start from here, um, to be able to start with a roof over our heads and like you know stuff like that. That's a lot of that's a lot of stuff that other people don't get, and that's definitely some things that, you know, we may not appreciate as much as we should. So. Definitely, that's a. I know that helped me out, so I know everyone listening should definitely take something from that because you got to start somewhere, and it may not be where you want to, but as long as you understand, and that's what I've worked like fucking shitty jobs too, bro. I've had to wake up at like three a.m. to go work at like UPS and shit like that. And one thing that always motivated me, and even motivated me to you know do good in school, was like, yo, I cannot end up like like this. I cannot end up like this, and it's crazy how certain people. They don't, they just, you know, fuck it, this is what I'm going to do. Like, I'll show up every day, you know, go to work, and to them, that's fine. But, like, what makes us different is the fact that, like, yo, we realize, and what you talked about is, this isn't my end-all, be-all. And I got to be, and me personally, I got to be more appreciative, so. More appreciative, be more positive, make a fucking joke out of it. Like, I go to, I go to work, uh, or go to work, what I'm trying to say, go to work and just, like, like look where you at you know look where you at like 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 laugh at whatever uniform you gotta wear or whatever shit like somebody over there probably drop papers or somebody's over there stressing like I'm, i i laugh at that when i when i'm in those positions or when yeah. i was in that position i, I laugh at that shit because i'm like i'm i'm i just know it's not it i know it's not i know i know what i'm i know my purpose i know who i am i know what i'm capable of i know my potential so if you know all this shit all this shit right now that's going on shouldn't matter. It's just right now. It's just the moment. It's just your, your story. Yeah, bro. I've always... And it's crazy because I think about how, like, I used to make pizza pizza all the time, bro. There would be, like, Saturdays where I'm not leaving there till like, midnight, and I would get home and sit in my car. Like, yeah, I can't wait till this shit is, like, done, and I don't have to do this shit no more. And, uh... And that always kind of motivated me because I always knew <clears throat> I was going to be better for something, but, yeah, like... Yeah, use it. But it's crazy because I'm not that kid that was sitting in that car still making pizzas i'm not that no more and i'm so much farther uh from where i was it's just everything you're saying is like absolutely as long as correct, you're learning bro. and growing bro that's all that matters people that go 30 years without ever picking up a book and they just they're just okay with it like as you you 
you see yourself from where you was to where you are, the way you're thinking now, you're good. You're yeah. good. You're, you're, you're learning and growing. It's just applying now. Yeah, bro, absolutely. Um, bro, I could go on all day. Absolutely, like, do this back and forth with you all fucking day. And we're definitely going to have you back. But the real, like, you know, the, the meat and gravy of what you do is your ATM biz. And obviously, like, we're not going to let you leave here without, like, you know, giving people insight to it. So, like, in your best way, without giving away too much, mm-hmm. obviously, what is it about the ATM biz that makes it, you know, not nothing's easy, but, like, you know, generally, you know, to generally easy to get started not easy but you know what i mean um why should people you know invest in it and like overall like what has it done for you so <clears throat> it's a simple business when you think about it it's not that's easy, a better word yeah, simple it's not, it's simple not an easy business it's yep. a simple business yep um when you think about creating that that pipeline money that that residual income if you take something like you want to get into real estate um and you want to go rent out a house, you think about, you know, the risk that you're taking on on on, uh, on buying a house and going down that route. The ATM business is just like real estate. It's all about putting yourself, putting your, your machine inside a location and, and just taking advantage of, uh, of um, you know, the foot traffic that's going on in, inside that business. And <clears throat> the residual income is going to come with it every time somebody uses their your machine. It's just a convenient type of service business. Yeah, facts. Right. How many how many times have we been out, bro? I know I was just recently in AC, and this probably isn't the best example, but I uh, was coming out of one of the ho- the hotels, and I needed cash for one of the taxis. They didn't, you know, whatever Uber was bullshitting, so I had to run back in and use one of the ATMs inside there. You know how much they charge me, bro, just to use that ATM? Five. Seven. Seven dollars. Just think about all right. So now, so now for the people out there that that let's take something like that. Maybe you're not gonna get into a casino right exactly. now, mm-hmm. but just think about this seven dollar surcharge. We're talking about if somebody's doing if if you're you're looking at the foot traffic. This is AC, over a hundred people. If over a hundred people uses that ATM, we're talking about seven hundred dollars every single month. Yep. Seven hundred dollars every single month. Even if you was to have a bad day, it's still it's still if you was to get half of that, what fifty? What is that? Thirty three hundred three hundred fifty dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, three fifty. Yeah, with fifty people. Shit, bro. That's that's. Three hundred and fifty dollars, and I'm only imagining the bills I could pay, like just from that. Covers, think about it. As long as it covers something, as long as it pays something, like what's the cheapest bill you got? Whatever. If it's sixty dollars for Wi-Fi, and that sixty dollar got paid through your residual income, that's good. You're you're winning. You're winning. You know what I mean? That's why, like I said, when I first got my first residual check, it was thirty four dollars. But I'm like, damn, I really I can pay whatever, whatever I can use for my bills. But that's why I tell people, um, it's a simple business. Uh, if you really wanted to get into um, into the business, that's why I created the ATM Blueprint, and um, it's 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 just valuable information that I think everybody need, needs because somebody's looking for an opportunity out there. You know, no who cares where you're listening from? If you're from the other side of the United States, there's an ATM somewhere around you. Absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? Somebody needs an ATM, so. Yeah, so it's bro, just being able to, you know, open up the open up opportunities for other people, bro. You're already somewhere where I can see myself being. Um, it's it's an honor to really have you on here just to really see where we came from, bro. Like history today, I know that. Yeah, nah, this is fact, this is magic. Um bro, we were at one point 
you know, you played a trumpet. I think I started on the trumpet, but I ended up playing a saxophone. Word. Yeah, I started on the trumpet. I can never, pause, I can never get my lips right for it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just to see where you come from, bro, just to see the following you're able to have, the brand, the way you can rework everything to where it, like, helps you out, bro. Like, not only do I have a lot to learn from you, but a lot of other people do, too. So where can they find, for one, the ATM business, and then where they can where they where can they find you, Dreamer Believe in Dreamer, all that, put all your socials out there. Cool. So on, um, well, I keep the same, uh, the same, uh, what is it called, username, mm-hmm. which is flow, F-L-O-W underscore Menez, M-E-N-E-Z. Um, I keep that for all my social medias. Um, I'm not really more, I'm more active on Instagram, so that's where you can Mm -hmm. find my ATM blueprint. That's where you can find, um, you know, a bunch of videos and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm working on putting out more content on my YouTube. I haven't touched it in a a while until I put out the YATM, ATM business recently. And, um, I am on a, on Twitter and stuff. I just found my password for that. Oh, word. <laughs> I'll be, it's, like I said, it's the same thing for everything. Flow underscore Menas. And, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, any, anybody that has any questions about the ATM biz or even we didn't get to dive too much into credit. I don't want to get into too much into mm-hmm. credit either. He'll right be now. back. He'll be back. I'll be back. But um, just reach out. You know, everything is, everything is there. I'm not, I'm not a stranger to social media. So, yeah. Yeah. Yo, go make sure I'll go follow him. Uh Say the podcast sent you and everyone that I'm sure that's going to come from, uh, you know, your peoples. <clears throat> Welcome to the show. Uh, hopefully you guys stick around. My boy, you're a good, you're a good dude, bro. I can go on all day. Thank Thanks you. again for coming. Um, and we're definitely going to have you back on. Um, for everyone else, you know, it's, it's been another great one. I really feel like this one is going to be magic. Um, I'd say it's, it's, it's what, it's Friday now. I'd say the latest this is going to be out is probably Tuesday, but I'm going to shoot for like Sunday, Monday. Um, and yeah, you'll listen to it then. You guys know what to do. Rate, subscribe, share. Um, you know what it is. It's a session with Dougie, the podcast. Thanks, bro. Yes, sir.